Okay. Hello. Hello, everyone. Welcome Hello. to season two of the Lesbian Supper Club podcast. It's only been two weeks, but it's felt like a lifetime. And I'm so happy to be back because mm. I've realized over these last two weeks that this podcast is my free therapy. And there's no voice that I'd rather listen to than my own um, when talking out loud and getting all of the fantastic thoughts and visions that I have out onto a microphone into the abyss. The grouch is grouching today. The grouch Real is grouch. on full grouch mode today. Yeah. Do you know what? I, I feel like I've really embodied this character <laughs> and I actually really enjoy it. You don't it. embody the character, you are the character. I am the character. Like yeah. I feel like now grouch is following me. Like grouch is a version mm. of me. I'm not a version of grouch. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? You just are grouch. Like I just look at you and I just, I can't, you don't suit Scarlet, you suit grouch. You suit many things when I look at you. Like what? Um... I'm not going to go there. When she says that this is free therapy, I think what you mean is you can be in a safe arena while she rinse the absolute shit out of me. I don't think it's safe because, guys, I'm vaping. Don't, don't be vaping on the bloody podcast. <laughs> it's the most annoying thing Philip ever. Philip Schofield vaped. Well, why are you using Philip Schofield as because an Philip excuse Schofield as to why you a Lost Mary? Well, yeah, but it's not like he's an icon. No, he's not. But the Lost Mary was a featured icon. Yeah, but it's like interviews. if you were like, oh, well, you know, Britney had a Lost Mary in an interview. I'd be like, yeah, fair. But you can't use Philip Schofield as like... I'm not using Philip. I'm using the situation <laughs> whereby the Lost but Mary featured... Philip. And it looked iconic. It also featured recently getting lobbed at Lana Del Rey. That it's, is iconic. It's very in it. But the moment. also, can you imagine how annoying that is to hear? No ASMR. <laughs> the girls, the girlies will love it. I know they will. <laughs> girls, tell me you love the sound of me sucking on a vape, just to prove this motherfucker wrong. Please don't give her any more reason, girls. Please. We've had a really good couple of weeks, though. Um, we've been in Cornwall. Mm -hmm. We went to Pride, which was uh, in Warsaw, which, you know, we've spoken about on our socials. It was genuinely insane. Amazing. Like, one of the best weekends of my life. Mm -hmm. um, so poignant. So yeah. worth it. Do you know what I mean? Well, it was just so nice to actually see Pride being what it's there to do like yeah. the whole point of pride is to stand in solidarity for your sexuality um genders etc etc and be able to really be you know exactly who you are and to really fight for that freedom because what made it so sad is that you just know that the next day they they can't be holding hands and they can't be kissing in public and they can't just live their their normal day-to-day -day life um they're subject to a lot over there um, which is just horrendous mm -hmm. to see. But at least it was one day where we could actually be there with everyone to be like, we're here, we see you. Um, and we try and bring awareness to it as much as possible as well. Yeah. I know that a few people were like, why would you go to a homophobic country? And it's like, we're going to a homophobic country to stand in solidarity for pride. We're not going to a homophobic country to promote yeah, guys, the country we're not or going promote to Dubai the hotel or you know promoting a five star where we stay in the hotel all day and tell you it's incredible we're going to places where we can have an impact you know that's the reason why we started this podcast and this is the thing like this whole podcast is about having open conversation and dialogue and asking questions and you know talking in the comments and debating things but like so many of you saw the reason why we went in the most positive way but like before sometimes you comment and ask questions on things, just do your research because, yeah. you know, why would we not go to countries to celebrate pride? Like, yeah, we know it's a risk. We know there's 
risks there. And we know that the, it was a risk for us. And it was something that, you know, a lot of work and like planning went into being able to go there. That, you know, trust that we aren't stupid. Mm. And we consciously make decisions about how we execute this podcast every single day. And everything we try to do is for the benefit of this community worldwide. Yeah. Um, so if there were more prides to be, you know, happening in other countries that were also homophobic and we got invited to go and it was the right thing to do, best believe we're fucking going mm. because that's why we started all of this, to give people a voice, give people a platform and be out there and show solidarity as two people who, you know, now are really lucky enough to have a platform and spread awareness and yeah. light on those things. Yeah, I completely agree. Exactly. But lesbians, I mean, we fucking love you. And um, talking of pride. We are there. It's London Pride this week. Um, we by the saying. time this podcast goes out, it'll be London Pride tomorrow. Yeah, I'm going to be shivering me fucking timbers. <laughs> no, you're sleeping. not. I think everyone else is going to be shivering their timbers, knowing that you're going to be strutting your oh, stuff around Soho off. Square. Guys, uh, I've got a t-shirt that says this isn't my first rodeo. <laughs> I can't wait to... This ain't my first rodeo. This ain't my first rodeo. I can't wait to wear it. I got one that says Dykes Unite. Um, <laughs> I, and Liv has got I one can... that says... Kim Kardashian's a lesbian sister. Yeah, uh, which opposite is iconic that. as well. I can, however, wait to step foot into Soho Square. I'm not going to lie. I'm dreading it. Mm. Um, so am I. London Pride is different to a lot of other prides. And for the very reason that, you know, we are... I'm not saying that homophobia and sometimes homophobic attacks don't happen in London. They do. I've seen it far too regularly. But on the day-to-day, -day, we are an extremely privileged country slash city when it comes to gay rights. And I know that there's problems, huge problems for other areas of the community, which deserves its own conversation. Mm. But for us as queer people, you know, generally when you do compare it to other countries around the world, we are very, very blessed, which is amazing. However, the, the problem in some sense with that has been that Pride now in London, I feel, has become a bit of a piss-up for straight people who show up on the day and coat themselves in flags and what fucking not to show allyship, mm. but would also be the same people that would probably go around the whole office if a new employee walked in and they were a lesbian and sort of whisper, being like, do you know that Hannah, who just oh. joined, is a lesbian? Have you asked her? Do you know what I mean? It's like... Piss off, Sharon. And it's become a bit of like... I'm all for a good time, as we know, but I don't personally feel that Pride in London. I has also think quite that people get fucking disgustingly, like, outrageously drunk. Yeah, and piss on things yeah. and just do disgusting like, stuff. Like, the amount of times when I just, like, see someone there just, like, being sick, like, it's like 12 p.m. They haven't yeah. even, like, oh, it's do just you know what I mean? so it's British, just though, isn't it? It's so as well. British. We it's can't be so fucking classic. trusted. We to cannot do anything. be trusted. We should not be given nice things. <laughs> um, gay should, just not the population generally. Yeah. Um, if you've been to Pride in London and you've been into Soho Square, you know that on Saturday, the air is going to be thick. No, the air is already thick. With lesbian tension. I'm already, I'm already ready and raring. Well, As in, like, I can actually feel it. Like, I feel like a tension. I've in, got like, palpitations talking something's about this. Even within our direct friendship group, there's already been... Mm. 
communications of <laughs> prepping and planning to avoid certain situations, my response was, let everyone go. And if someone needs a punch in the throat, someone needs a punch in the throat. Apparently, that's not a very good way of dealing with I it. I think it is. I think also gay men are really good at organizing like parties and stuff. Lesbians are struggling. We're, yeah. we're, I don't know what's happened, but there seems to be a re- real struggle and everyone's getting a bit overwhelmed and nobody really knows what they're doing. And it is literally like herding cats when it comes to pride. It's herding So to the point sure. where we've actually purchased some walkie-talkies because we're going to need to have these on hand. So what are my pride predictions? How many... How many crosswords do you think are going to be had or how many whispers do you think are going to be had where I mean, well, someone approaches so you many whispers. and it's like so and so's here so and so's over I there. reckon we'll have about three of those I think more do you reckon I'm going five to ten easily really oh easily no I'm saying three I'm going to stick with three no I mean no I, I just know I, <laughs> do you know what I'm laughing at I can see Liena marching up to me at least five times a day. Oh, yeah, throughout that's the so day, true. Being like, have you seen so-and-so over there? Because Liena's the one where, like... So our friend Liena... Fucking legend, You've all by seen the multiple times, and is, you know, if you haven't followed or seen Beth McCarthy's stuff featured in Beth Mcccarthy's music video, they're not together. Liena's got an amazing girlfriend. <laughs> Liena's um, got a green I've just jacket I've got to put that on. out there, there and set like the record yeah. straight on that. Because I'm tired of everyone simping over something that's not real. So I'm just going to shit on that parade. Um, I know for a fact Liena's going to be marching over to me in her daddy vest. I think she's wearing a daddy vest. She's definitely wearing jorts. Because she's oh, like she will be in the jorts. No, do you know what she also loves doing, which I've realised recently? Mm. She holds her crotch... Yes, she does. Inside the pants. Yes. And you know what? Yeah. I saw it and I thought, I'm going to have to start doing that because it looks tremendously comfortable. It looks cool when she does it, bub. I think if you did it, it'd look like you've got thrush. She's you got daddy energy. Do you know what? You're a nasty you fucking st- piece of work. <laughs> if you stood you there, are a nasty, nasty would, piece of work. Do you know what I would do if you started doing that? I'd be like, you're a bit itchy, babe, in front of everyone. But you're a bit itchy. Well, if you were doing it, it looked like you were pulling out one of the fucking tens of thousand ingrown hairs in your thick pubes. <laughs> so here we are. Um, <laughs> yeah, Leanna's like a bloodhound. So okay, no, no. Going back to that, do do you genuinely want to start standing around with your hands down your pants? I actually was doing it at Beth's concert when I had my boxers on under my jeans because I thought it made me look cool. But thank oh. you. Do you want me to insert the? F- the, a stream of photos of your stance that we've collected over the last three weeks. Oh, I know that my stance is terrible, but I don't do it on purpose. I'm not shoving my hands down my pants. Right. Okay. Well, I'm not going to shove my hands down my pants. There you go. Done and dusted. Thank you. Liana is going to be like a bloodhound. Mm. Um, she can sniff out. So I know that she's going to have like x ray vision that when someone steps through those black, piss filled iron gates, she'll know they're there. <laughs> and therefore, I will know they're there. No, she sniffs them out. She's got a real good, she's got a sniffer, a sniffer dog and she will find them. I think that maybe we should get her a walkie talkie as well. So, well, she needs it for security purposes. She does. You know, she is, sing- well, actually, I'd say she's single-handedly protecting us all. No, it's Annabelle. It's Annabelle. Her girlfriend. So, Annabelle, who's also our tattoo artist, who we've spoken about and put on the stories before. Um, she is honestly a living, walking avatar. Oh, so hot. Yeah, like, she is an avatar. 
I have never known strength like As it. in she puts you to shame and that's that's not oh. likely because you're very Avatar-like and then you see her, Annabelle, yeah. and you're like, fuck. Oh, she okay. tramples all over she me. She is so strong. She looks so slim and slender. She looks like she got, weighs nothing. Yeah, and, she's and she probably strength. doesn't. But she's dense and she's <laughs> got some strength in there. Like I think she's protecting that bone mass is heavy. Oh yeah, like her skeleton. I think if she died and was found like a hundred years later, they'd think it was a man because the bone density. No, I think that they would think it was another species, like an evolved <laughs> species. No, literally. I mean, she definitely beats up Liana, which I love. I love As in that. Not, you know, quite like, but Liana won't even play fight with her because she knows that she'll win, and Liana really wants to keep that daddy title daddy? that she has. Liana now has a daddy tattoo as well, which is just like I'm That's obsessed. That's quite with. iconic. Yeah, I love that. So, the air is going to be thick in Soho Square. I'm going to be spending most of the time, somewhat ready to fight, somewhat panicking, shivering, say, shaking in the corner. I feel like there may actually be a physical fight this year. I don't think with anyone Not that with we us know. Not. I don't think with anyone that we know, but I feel like I'm gonna fu- I feel like I'm gonna see one. Well, I feel like over the last twelve months, a lot have ha- a lot has happened in lesbian. It has lesbopia London style. Yeah, like there's a lot of breakups that have gone on. There's yes. a lot of like through the community. Of, we've just seen like a lot of like. There's been some shit kicking off. There's been off. some real shit kicking off. And also because it is just like an isolated space where they all get together. They all say that they don't want to bump into their ex, but they all are sussing out where their ex is going to be to find them. No doubt at all. It's so true. Like they do though, don't they? It's like, oh, yeah. I really oh, I really hope that I don't bump into them. And then they're checking their stories on, like an, on a Finster to see where they are. Oh, 100%. So I'm shitting myself a little bit happy buzzing fun, to though? see my friends yeah there will be fun parts we're gonna do an after pride garden party as well which like, lesbian I'm supper club style lesbian supper club pride um which i'm really looking forward to yeah i'm, I'm really, really looking, looking forward, forward to that part same um, because we know that that won't be tame but it will definitely be positive yeah it'll be good got it some like good vibes some good vibes some yeah. good people coming so i feel like that'll be great and then the rest of them all clubbing but and i trust the content club. will be will be coming in thick and fast through we should the do we should party. do a live that'll be fun maybe we will just set up a camera and just live stream the just whole live thing, stream the, the whole banner thing. that's i risky. mean it is risky because i can't be trusted i'll have two beers the pr managers in the corner going you're not doing that you're, you're just not doing that <laughs> um so that's already off the cards but best believe the week next week's episode post pride we're going to be coming in with some tea. Oh, we're going to come in and we're going to spill the tea. Do you know what? Actually, guys, we've got some tea to spill for you. And that is off of our own personal experience from what we've learned the past few days when we were in Cornwall. Oh, do you know what Freya's doing right now? She's signaling for me to hand her the Lost Mary. Yeah, I am. Are you taking the absolute I now want it because I feel like I can see it. Wow. I want it. No. So what's the tea we've got to spill? Attic shenanigans. Oh. I am, guys, when I tell you, I have never been so fucking angry in my life to the point where I was shaking in my boots. Um, We went over to Cornwall a couple of days ago. We were speaking to our, a friend of ours that lives there. 
And it turns out we had work done on our place last year. We had a builder. That was two years ago. Two years ago. We had a builder and a plumber over. Can I just say, they were shit, by the way, guys. So the plumber was really shit. The 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 plumber was was shit, but the builder was good. But the plumber was fucking awful. And I'm still having to rectify his issues now. Also the type of guy that, you know, straight up sees two women and just thinks that we're stupid and can take the piss out of us. So like... It took four times as long to complete the work as what they first estimated. This person put the plumbing to the toilet on back to front so the toilet doesn't work properly. Um, And, yeah, like, just... You know when someone's just got an air of fucking ignorance? Oh, and Ziggy hated him. And I think that that's always just a telltale sign. If Ziggy hates them, piss off. Um, But basically... Long story short, you guys, because obviously we weren't there for some of it. No, we weren't there for about six weeks. Yeah. Of it. Yeah. And it um, took them so long. By the way, the bathroom is tiny. Yeah, the bathroom's tiny. Yeah, yeah. And it took them so long. So basically, what had happened is these men had gone up to our attic to go and sort out the soil stack, um, which was connected to the bathroom. When they were up there in the attic, they rummaged through our personal belongings. They took photos and videos of our underwear and our sex toys, by the way, waved them around. Not only did they take these photos and videos, they also apparently shared them to some like different social media accounts that we have no idea how to access. And they went around the whole of St. Ives showing people who live there the videos and photos and telling them that it was us. So we had no fucking clue this was going on not only were we you know entering into a place that maybe wasn't as accepting as london for lesbians we were ostracized as the lesbians of carbus bay which initially i fucking love that title secondly i'm fucked uh, off it's funny unless you realize it's coming from a bunch place of, of malice bigots. exactly right and then it's not funny a bunch of bigots i am so d- beyond disgusted i think that these men are quite frankly the scum of the fucking earth yeah. because they've also done some other things these men also like there's a lot of things we know about these guys that they won't want us to be able to speak about and obviously i'm not interested in what other people are doing um no but they should be very careful before they think that we're two silly little girls that they can go around and air all of our personal belongings and our you know our lives to a bunch of strangers yeah. around a tiny town mm-hmm. absolute humiliate and embarrass us but actually do you know what the only people they're in humiliating is themselves yeah these are fully grown men and do you know what saddens me the most both of them have daughters i know and you just think how pathetic what? surely you've got some ounce of like respect mm-hmm. for women but clearly, clearly knowing not. what we know they're doing they don't they have don't have respect no. for women so both of them are bad news i like i also think that it's just like it's slightly hilarious because i know that that sex toy that they were waving around would cause so much more pleasure to any woman that they were to ever sadly encounter um yeah probably crying over the fact that they've got a two incher do you know i've been less offended had they have stolen it and used it well maybe they shoved it up their ass and spread some joy in the world because clearly they're not spreading it with their own mechanisms because that's why they're behaving in the way that they are only insecure little men do that Mm, a sad little life shout out to you we know that you've done it we are seeking legal action and good luck and lesbians best believe 
please go crazy on all of their accounts that we will be <laughs> posting post episode because people do you know what I'm not even I'm not even that bothered about myself right because like I'm a big girl and yeah. I'm not gonna lose sleep over pathetic little men but what worries me is who else's property are they these people well, going into and yeah. doing these kinds of things some people that could be a lot more vulnerable mm -hmm. than us that's what bothers me what gives you the fucking right no it to is go through someone's belongings like it's actually the lowest of the low like yeah. you are the scum yeah of the earth yeah exactly so we'll be the lesbians of Carbis Bay. You'll be the scum of Carbis Bay. It's all good. Yeah, but I think everyone knows that. I mean, their business reviews are already dipping. So well, one of them's had to delete his whole business off of Google because he I must have why. had bad reviews and was like, "Well, I may as well just not have it there." So a little rant. Um, yeah, uh, that rant had to be had though because like, I don't stand for this shit, guys. You know that we don't stand for this shit. So if something like this comes up, it is getting aired. It's getting spoken about. And if you guys have ever had anything similar happen to you, I really fucking hope you haven't. But if you have, let us know. Maybe we'll just start we'll up just a little start club. start out all these businesses. Oh, that'd I'd be brilliant. I would it's love to do that. It's also taught me that, do you know what, going forward, I will absolutely go out of my way to ensure that if I have to have any work done on my property that is generally seen as a man's job, I'm going to go out of my way. And if I have to spend more, I don't give a shit to get a woman to mm -hmm. do it. I because agree. two things, men then talk to you like you're an idiot when you yep. ask questions about the work that they're doing because they couldn't possibly believe a woman would quest question them yeah. or under understand. And secondly, nine times out of 10, they're all fucking hopeless as well. Oh, they're so shit. They like look at you and kind of look at you like you're stupid for asking questions about a trade that you don't understand because it's not what you do. Well, I actually Whilst ended up figuring, it figuring out one of the, the soil stack issue Yeah, when he couldn't give me the, the appropriate answer. Yeah, you very, know. very worrying. You anyway, you can't have a lot of intelligence to do what they've done either, like both emotional and just general intellect, which, you know, having to spend a significant amount of time with these people, sadly, was very obvious. So I can't say I'm surprised. No, neither can I. Um, moving on from that, though, <laughs> in lighter news, or maybe not so lighter news, actually, a few of you have messaged us and asked us to talk about slash shed advice on um, how to feel comfortable with your other half in public and and how you, you know, have we got any tips or advice for how to deal with that and feel confident dealing with that? So, Freya, what is your kind of tips and advice on that one? Ooh. I think honestly, oh, I hate giving this answer because I always feel like it's the same, right? But it is having that confidence within yourself to walk around with someone unapologetically. Like the way that I would view PDA is that I would never do anything that a straight person like wouldn't do. Do you know what I mean? If straight people can go around holding hands and kiss and make out or whatever, I will do exactly that with my girlfriend. Mm -hmm. I cannot possibly think of a reason why it is wrong. Um, and if somebody, I think the thing is, is that internally, sometimes you can, you can really get caught up in thinking that people are watching you because let's face it, people do fucking watch whenever we've like made out or kissed, whatever in public people do watch. Right. But that's on them. That's got nothing to do with you. You can't let it affect you negatively because ultimately there's so many beautiful lesbians, gays, bisexuals, you know, every everything that are out there, you've got to just own it. You've mm. got to be happy with that. And do you know what I've actually noticed as well? Like, 
quite more times than negative responsive. We've had a lot of positive. So yeah, like we, we have, were in yeah. Cornwall the other day, um, holding hands or just, just kissing or something whilst waiting for our coffee. And there was this like older lady sat behind us just looking at us with like the sweetest smile on her yeah. face. And that's that happens now more regularly than nasty than, looks. Than nasty yeah. looks. Um so as well, you have to you have to so what you were saying though, Frey, it does depend on where you are. Like obviously oh. check about check that you're gonna get assholes wherever you are. You could be in the most liberal place in the world, you're gonna get assholes. But make sure that you are in a make safe sure space. Make sure that you're in a safe space. But my advice would be just be ready for a fight. Yeah. Like, and I well, don't mean like a physical fight, but be, you have to learn to defend your right to exist equally in the world as straight people. Yes. And you have to be fully committed and sort of like dedicated to doing that for yourself. And if you can't do it for yourself, try and take that strength and think about if someone else was in the position of being questioned or getting dirty looks from someone. Mm. Do it for the other people. Do it for the younger people. Do it for the baby gays. If you are the baby gay, you know, step forward and try and start making a stand because you don't know who else could be watching that interaction. You could be giving them the confidence but to be who they want to be in public as well. And also, like be what you would like to see when you're walking down the road do you know what i mean it's mm -hmm. like the more of us that that show that that acceptance and love for our partners etc in public yeah. the less rare it's going to become yeah so it's like if we exposure therapy for straight, yeah, for straight people <laughs> um and they need it god <laughs> knows they need it <laughs> they um, do need exposure therapy i also yeah. just do this thing because most of the time it is just looks right like nine times out of ten these pathetic little people are never going to have the balls to approach you or do anything so no, it's just little looks mm -hmm. practice your death glare because you know being grouch mine's iconic and i just look turn around and just look the fuckers dead in the eye and just whenever and i keep looking i'll keep looking until they look away best believe i've won every fucking time because they uh. suddenly get embarrassed and it comes back to when people question you question your sexuality whether it be friends or family if you give people a space to get the upper hand and make you feel like you're doing something wrong they will continue mm -hmm. the quicker you own yourself and shut them down mm -hmm. the faster they'll fucking quivel back into their little hole and stay there yeah amen yeah fucking amen just and also just think to yourself it. whenever someone starts to come over to you or like looks at you just think to yourself what would grouch do what would grouch do what would grouch do also another bit of advice on that actually if you're practicing it and trying to become confident go to places where you know are safer places so like I'm going to say gay bars, although that's not always the case because you always get the, particularly in London, you always get the banker wankers from Canary Wharf going into the gay places. But anyway, like maybe it might be a local cafe, you know, yeah. the owners or yeah. you know the regular people that go in there or, you know, a local bar, a bar or restaurant that you really like or, you know, like in London again, for example. Just rent us out for half a day and we'll walk hand in hand with you. Yeah, I, I would happily do Same. that actually. Well, I'd be looking for a fight. <laughs> Practice in those spaces yeah. and start to realise as well. Because there's also another part that, like, someone might stare for two seconds, but once they've walked away, best believe they're not thinking about you. Like, you mm. are actually, we all need to realise, we're so insignificant. People are just getting on with their days. Mm. Start practising in places that you feel that you could be more confident. Yeah. And then develop that into places that would usually be a bigger worry. Mm. And before you know it, 
you won't even be thinking about yeah. it. I mean, I really don't think about it anymore. Like, I really, really don't, genuinely. No. And I think as well, though, if you're with someone who is saying that they don't like PDA, I totally get I totally get it when people are like, I don't like PDA, I don't like, like making out in front of people. Okay, I do get that. And some people can just be a bit more like, I'm not, like, I don't really give a fuck, right? Whatever. But some people just don't like doing that in public, which is fine. But if they say I don't like PDA and that comes to hand-holding or like a, a peck on the lips or, you know what I mean, and kind of like looking couple you need to be able to have a conversation to be like, is there a deeper issue here? Is it really about PDA or is it because you're not able to fully accept your sexuality? Because... A lot of the time, I could imagine that it would be because they're not able to accept that part of themselves. And that could then breed into like different issues within your relationship um, if it's not spoken about and kind of like tackled. Um, again, like Scarlett said, it's like it's practice. Practice makes perfect. Just. Yeah, obviously never push anyone. But I think that it's I think that it's really important that we show that, you know, we can be and exist in the same space as a straight couple would. Mm-hmm. Um and I fucking love to see it as well. Whenever I see a lesbian oh. holding hands, I'm like, oh, That's how do I thing. tell them that I'm gay? You don't know. I just look at them in the weirdest fucking pervy way, probably, because I'm but staring at That's them. The and thing. I'm like, you I love don't you. know who's queer and not queer around you. I mean, some people, I think, you know, have the obvious signposts across the community, which is fucking great. I love that. Some people don't. So you you don't know who's there, who's actually yeah. part of your community. And again, would really welcome that and fucking love to see it. Yeah, love that shit. I love Freya honked gays. the horn at a group of lesbians the other day. Oh, I did, Which yeah. I had to tell her off for, because I said, you do realise that comes across as catcalling. She was like, well, I would love it if a group of lesbians done that to me. I said, yeah, but <laughs> they don't know Freya. Guys, can we start doing that? Whenever we see lesbians, can we start honking at each other? Can that be a thing? No, we if you need like a ringtone, like a like a beeper, like beep, 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 because a honk could be anything. A honk could be anything, but it could be like, girls in white dresses. <laughs> yeah, or just be like, I'm gay too. I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> You're gay, I'm gay. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, another, someone else wrote in asking for more tips, tips and tricks. Um, for first dates and first sexual experiences for baby gays. I feel like we've touched on date first dates and dating advice quite a lot. So I'm not going to talk about Let's that. Let's talk about sex. But I will talk about the sex. Dive right in. Right. Well, that would be my first thing to not do. <laughs> dive right in. That's funny because you dive right in all of the time now. No, I don't. Oh, Oh, Freya. no, no, no. I make sure that you're prime and prepped and ready before I die. No, in. you don't. You come yes, in thick. And okay, so what about when I was in the shower the other day? That was different. How? That's not that prime and prepped and ready, is it? No, it wasn't. Right, exactly. But that so was a don't one-off. sit there and give it the big licks. That was a one-off. You come diving in quite often. Thank you. No, I don't. No, okay. Tips no. for the baby gays. Um, tips for the baby gays. Um, honestly, like before you even um, touch anyone make sure that they're just like really fucking turned on. I feel like that is what makes sex so good. Like you don't even need to be that great in bed if you make them really, really turned on first. Like a lot of kissing, a lot of touching that's like not the vagina and like kissing the neck and like teasing. Like if you're on a date, like it's quite cute to like tease, like a bit of like hand holding, stroke the arm, etc. A good kiss on the neck. 
does everyone in the world of good. And trust me, by the time that they're turned on, it does not matter what, well, it does matter what you do. It but like, matter. no, it, do, it does. But what I'm saying is, is that like, you can go in a bit more like gently. And I think it'll be great. That we all worry about this too much and baby gays worry about this too much. Trust me, it's almost like a duck to water. Well, you know what you're when doing. When you're having lesbian sex, like you know what you like as a woman, right? So therefore, like generally you're going to know how to pleasure another woman. So because mm, uh-uh. all women are so different with what they I like. Know, but I know what you mean. You, what I'm saying is you know how to nav- navigate yes. the anatomy. You That's know what, what I mean. Is, basically. Like you're not going to be shoving a finger in someone's ass like a man might do because yeah. they're not like working out. Because they the don't anatomy. know where it is. And I do think <laughs> like there's absolutely nothing wrong with wrong with open communication. So just ask people like, you know, own it and have the confidence to say, what do you like? Yeah. And also it's like, uh, obviously you don't want to be doing it the whole time, but it's like, you just have to learn how to read someone's body language as well. Mm-hmm. Cause like once you start kind of like moving your like fingers around or your tongue or, or whatever you might be doing and you notice the change in, in their body language, you then stick to what you know they're liking more because they will tell you through body language if they don't physically, if they don't actually vocally say, that's fucking amazing. Do you know what I mean? Although I feel like I do. I feel like when it's like really good, I will vocally say, yeah, that is fucking amazing. Or like, that feels so good. Learn how to say that because I feel like that, that makes it so much better because then that other person definitely knows what you like because it's like, it's two way thing as well. You want it to be great for you too. Um, and you want to kind of like have confidence in it. If yeah. it's, if it's your kind of like first time, don't go all in like fucking hammering them. Do you know what I mean? Like really just like take time to, to learn their body and be a bit more gentle about it. Because if you go straight in with a finger pump in, then oh, that, I mean, well, it's true though, isn't it? I've had that before where girls have just been like, mm, 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 mm. I'm doing I'm doing a little like fist movement right now. Like, That's mm. a nick. What have you just done? But it is a nick. I only had to watch it out the side of my lap. It my, is my a nick eye. though. That yeah, but it's too much for me. <laughs> yeah, but it is a nick. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. It, and um and if you're going down on them, I mean just make sure that you're also like if it's your first time <laughs> and it's your first time for both of you, even if the sex isn't that great, you'll have a fucking amazing time. Because yeah. like sleeping with a woman for the first time oh, it's gorgeous. is always amazing, even if the sex is not incredible so i i really don't think anyone needs to worry because you'll have fun like even if it is a bit fumbly and a bit uh, like awkward at times and Mm. a bit you know learn how to laugh yeah you you'll walk away and you'll feel amazing no matter what because like again we have to go through so much to be able to get to that point the barriers are harder and higher you know we're typically we're not having those like stupid like makeout sessions with boys or like encountering things the same times as our friends are like during school from the ages of like what, yeah. 14 to 16. And if we are, we're definitely not enjoying it. If we're gay, we're just doing it because everyone else is. So like all of the experiences leading up to that first time would have been a bit shit if you are a lesbian. So when you finally do get to do that, like you'll be so ready, like ecstatic at the fact that you're sleeping with a girl that will overcome yeah. like any potential awkwardness or oh. issues or 
you know, yeah. it potentially not being very good. Practice takes perfect, baby. I mean, not in my case. I was fucking stellar from day dot. Were you? If I do say so myself. Um, I definitely had some really awkward experiences when I first started sleeping with girls. I mean, it was amazing, but it was just a bit Did weird. You? Yeah, it was just a bit strange. Like, I remember just some very suspicious places outside of a church at one point. Uh, that was not my wisest decision. It was dark, so it's all good. You're um, already going to hell, don't worry about well, it. Well, exactly. Um, well, actually, we don't know that. God probably loved it. No, God loves the gays. Come on, we've already established this. That is very true. Um, I Yeah, it was definitely like a bit fumbly. It was very, very drunk because it was one of those things where it's like you experiment when you're drunk kind of thing, you know, and the other girls yeah. were straight. Sometimes when you're too oh. pissed as well, you're just not, you can't, you can't. If I'm honest with you, I can't really remember it very uh, well. That's another bit of advice. Don't get too drunk. Definitely two or three drinkies. Yeah, get but don't get bit, plastered. But don't get too drunk because... No one's having good sex when they're really drunk. No. It's hard. No. And it's also, really hard. I really can't. I mean, look, I was 16 I when I had my first sexual experience with a woman. So we're talking a good 13 years ago. Yeah, I can't really remember it very well. But I um, I remember my first ever like proper lesbian sex. And that was magnificent. And I really, really loved it. And like, I think that a lot of girls are really scared about like going down on a girl. I feel like that's the one thing where they're like, that's what I'm terrified to do. And trust me, it is fucking brilliant. It'll be, it'll be fantastic. It'll be fantastic. Don't you worry. Honestly, girls, just go for it. Like, I want you to have a lot of fun with it. I think that you will. Um, and if you have any like specific things about it that you want to ask, just pop it in the DMs or email us and be like, there's this one area of sex that like I'm really struggling with um, because I fucking love talking about it. So yeah, give us give us all the goods. Talking about all the goods, we've got a horror story coming in hot with coming in story. hot. It's coming in hot. So this one again wants to be anonymous, and I'm going to say up front, um, we've definitely had more disgraceful ones. This one's actually not that disgraceful. It's just a classic to say the least. So here goes. This person wrote in and said, so I've recently started listening to your podcast and I bloody love it. Thank you very much. Thank you. You're both so relatable and on so many levels. Anyway, I'm a couple of episodes behind, but I thought I'd share with you the situation that I got myself back into, into back when I was single. One weekend, I came back to my hometown from university and was going up with my friends back home. Anyway, we bumped into a bunch of girls who went to our sixth form college and we got some drinks with them and hung out. However, there was one girl in particular in particular in this group, who I just really never got on with. We frequently got into heated debates and arguments during our course and just generally didn't like each other for the entire two years at college. Sexual tension. Ooh. She definitely gave off Mean Girls vibes and I wasn't afraid to speak up when I didn't agree with something. Anyway, said girl and I began chatting and she seemed to show genuine interest in talking to me. Somehow we ended up going to the same university, so we had seen each other in passing but never actually spoke since college. She was asking what course I was doing and asking which uni accommodation I was in and for some reason seemed quite pleasant to talk to despite our differences. As the night went on, we all became progressively more drunk and spent the night on the dance floor. I noticed said girl seemed to keep gravitating towards me and at one point began dancing and grinding on me. I didn't know quite how to feel because, she, yes, she was hot, but damn, she pissed me off. But this time, <laughs> she just seemed different. Me and you. <laughs> yeah, quite. I can relate. 
Next thing, I headed to the toilet and she follows. Then somehow we ended up in the same cubicle and together just started making out. It was halfway between passionate and aggressive. Oh, I love that. Getting out that like hate for yes, each other. Yes, I love that. You go girls. Next minute, I'm somehow fingering her in the bloody toilet. Another classic. Yeah. Like Why is it always the toilet? I love a Because finger. we I can. Love a toilet Straight finger. people can't do that. It's, it's one so of the true. benefits of being yes. gay. Yeah, I agree. Like, how did it get to this? After this unexpected event, we both look at each other and we're pretty speechless, but it was actually quite hot. <laughs> Until she looked at me and said, I've got a boyfriend. Please don't tell him. I was like, what the fuck? Anyway, I was quite drunk, so everything seemed to blur. And at this point, we both headed home separately with our friends and I carry on with my weekend. After this, when I got back to uni, no word of a lie, I was bumping into her all of the time with said boyfriend. Oh. Fast forward a couple of years, both of us have moved back home, and now I see them together with their two children. Mm. I don't know if I should laugh or cry. I feel terrible because I was a shitty human and didn't tell him. But maybe I didn't imagine seeing them as a happy family regularly, reminding me of the weirdest night. What is it with people? Like, how does she sleep at night? Oh First my of all, don't God. feel bad because it's not your fucking problem. I don't feel bad at all, even just by listening to no. it. And not even by association, darling. I don't feel bad. I think you gave her the night of your life. Same. Imagine how much, though, her stomach falls out of her ass when she sees oh you. Oh, my God. Especially I, with I, the kids. Uh, walking past it's me like, oh, for kids. fuck's sake, now I've got these kids. and the, Oh, it's gone too far. snotty kids And I just want to be fingered in that toilet cubicle. And now she I've probably got to gets wet around. every time she walks past well, that's you. probably how she managed to have the kids. She just thinks just about thinks this about every it. time. Yeah, I don't but blame like, her. It's so weird how how do girls do this where like they just enter a cubicle with another girl, get fingered by them, leave. Obviously, I've never told a soul. I know for a fact this girl's never no, told a soul. No, never. Then just goes on in a heteronormative life and has two How'd children. How do you keep it to yourself? Oh, God. Because I've just got... Well, her therapist like clearly knows it all. I mean, that's the only way that you'd be able to deal with it, right? I just find it such a shame because she clearly fucking loved it. I know she would have. Well, if it's aggressive, that's like pash. Yeah, that's pure passion. And I also just love the fact that they kind of like fucking hate each other. Same. I really love that. Same. But it must have been, I reckon what it was, is the mean girl, so the, the straight girl. She would have fancied her. Yeah, so she she would have been so, when this girl that wrote in kind of called her out on some of her bullshit behaviour, she would have been ultra offended, more so than if anyone else done it, because she fancied her. It's like getting told off by your favourite school teacher, right? You simultaneously want to cry and Mm. die. Yeah. Because it's so embarrassing, because you like them so much. Oh, honestly, that sounds really hot. Like, I'm I'm just gagging for a part two. I know that this is happening all the time as well. And this this is a thing, it's like an epidemic of straight girls getting fingered in a toilet then blurting out they've got a boyfriend post finger mm-hmm. blasting mm-hmm. and then just going on and having two kids as if oh, it happens happened. all the time but it's kind of iconic it is but not I'm them leaving but i mean like just it's kind of iconic that they even like get into that space i just it. love how they're bumping into each other all the time as a happy family and then the lesbian i'm assuming this girl's a lesbian she didn't give her um sexuality i really want it to i really want them to have a hot steamy night again sorry yeah. to the husband and kids but do you I know what do. no Gagging for no it. we can't be encouraging that behavior freya we can't we can't be breaking up families i'm not going to suggest it but what i am going to say wouldn't it be fantastic for the script if you just reached out to her and asked her to go for a coffee? Yeah. I'm not suggesting anything. Not suggesting. I'm just saying. Just saying how great would it be for the plot? It would. Yeah. I'm not telling you to do it. No. I'm just saying. But think about the plot. Think about the plot. <laughs> um, <laughs> the grouch plot. 
Yeah. The grouch plot. The what grouch, would grouch would be, do. Yeah. <laughs> we all know exactly what grouch would do. <laughs> it's not grouch's problem as far as grouch is con- no, concerned. No, exactly. You know, you don't know what their marriage is like. He could be a fucking arsehole. Well, he probably is. He probably is. Guys, we need more of these horror stories because I fucking love them. Thank you so much for another episode. We're of so happy to be back. We're so happy to be back. I feel like I, I feel like a better person now. Same. I, I'm I really feel glad like to be doing a, this. a big weight has been lifted off my shoulders. And guys, we've got some iconic guests lined oh. up for season two. Yeah. I can't wait. Like, we have got some really good so ones. So strap in, girls. Strap in. Emphasis, Emphasis on, on the strap. strap. Actually, talking just really quickly. Send us good strap recommendations. Oh, please. Yeah, send them in. Because ours keeps falling out. (laughs) And on that note, bye. See ya. (laughs)